The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. All right, we're back, and today we're going to talk about grill safety. And uh, before we do that, uh, hit that subscribe button, dingle on the bell. That way you get notified next time we post something. And let's get started with grill safety. And why are we talking grill safety today, Rich? <laughs> well, I just thought I'd share a story with you. So a couple of weeks ago, had some friends down. Uh-huh. We had some fun. And then this Saturday night, I was going to, you know, they all went home uh-huh. on Monday. So on Saturday night, I went to go grill a steak. It sounds now, like good dinner. I have a an outdoor kitchen with a built-in grill okay. and a cabinet with a granite countertop. And when I open the lid, uh-huh. start the sear station, Okay. my particular grill does not have an igniter button. It does it as you turn the knob. Okay. And as I turn the knob... It just went kaplooey. <laughs> what, what was that again? How did it go? Kaplooey. Kaplooey. <laughs> so I had fire all the way up. Uh-huh. I have no hair on this arm. <laughs> I have no hair from my knees down. Really? How did it get down I there? S- second degree burns on my right foot. Oh, gee. Except for where my flip-flop protected me. All right. Good job there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was fortunate I was lucky. So the reason why I was talking about grill safety is because, you know, and you brought up some information, you know, how many 600 homes a year burn from grill fires and things like that. Almost 10,000 homes. So it's a, it's a propane grill in a cabinet. Okay. <laughs> and I made the cabinets. And code requires that you have vents in the bottom of the cabinet because propane is heavier than air. Oh, that's how your legs got burnt. Yes. So as this thing was leaking, to back up a little bit, after I put myself out, um, (laughs) I looked at the other knobs, and they were on low. Oh. In other words, somebody may have, I don't remember doing it, so somebody maybe tried to help me out, and Uh they turned them all to low, not off. Oh. So this thing for four days has been leaking propane into the cabinet below the grill. Oh. Had I not vented that cabinet properly, it probably would have been far worse. I mean, it still blew the doors off of it. Oh, man. You know, so I had to scrape burnt stuff off the refrigerator and cabinets opposite the grill. (laughs) Do we have pictures of this? No. Oh, no evidence? I did not photo document this. Dang. So anyway, long story short, it just, I think that I'm one of them guys that go, oh yeah, I'd never do that. I mean, that guy had to be, you know. <laughs> He's an idiot. Just one of those things, <laughs> right? Where you just, just didn't notice this. Right. Uh, the other question people ask, well, don't you, didn't you smell gas? It's an outdoor kitchen uh-huh. on a waterway. So if the gas is leaking out and it's heavier than air, odds are it's not making it six foot high. Yeah. It's getting blown around the corner or whatever. So it stayed low. So I'm just sharing my story, and I'm telling you, I feel luckier than shit. Oh, yeah. it could have been far worse. If that cabinet was invented and it had stored 12 cubic feet of propane yeah. at any pressure, the explosion would have been far worse. Yeah. As you turned that knob to light it, the igniter would have gone off and then... Well, no, that's kaboom. well, that's what it did do, but I mean, it is, still it would have been far been worse because there would be there far higher concentration added? of propane. Is there anything you've so, anyway, to it? So anyway, outdoor grills... 
out in the middle of your yard on your deck are far safer for that reason because they're going to vent to outside, but you still now mentally, now I do the, yep, check the nuts, make sure they're all off. Just stupid <laughs> stuff that you would just, normally you assume that. I haven't used it all week, the cover's on it. I mean, you know, it should be fine. Sure, why not, but, why not worry about it? Yeah. So well, you but had no, a question, so propane, My question was just, did you add anything to your safety check now? And you, you hit it by checking the knobs first and a couple other things. No, that's, that's about it. I mean, I got the, you know, I got two sear stations and then like three other knobs. But yes, I just make sure they're all in the off position now. Uh huh. You know, I mean, it's that, and then I just send the wife out to start the grill. <laughs> <laughs> no, so anyway, yeah, you just go out there and you know, you just crank it. It's fine. I mean, I'll be honest. It was kind of funny because actually, after it happened, after I realized that how lucky I got, and yeah. that I all my hair was singed, right, my arms, my legs, everything was black. Uh, I walked up to the to the patio door and I says to the wife, "I'm like, you know, uh, dinner's going to be a little delayed. I'm going to have to go take a shower, <laughs> so, you know, to scrape all this burnt hair uh -huh. off and everything." And so I went right back out there and grilled the steak. I mean, it didn't do damage. I got lucky, yeah, because it, you know, was a a minor amount. I'd really, in a sense, would love to know how many cubic feet of gas were in there because of the explosion that it was like, okay, that was awakening. I mean, I did singe my mustache, singe my eyebrows, singe everything, you know, <laughs> and that was from a distance. Sure. So The only thing that actually was near it was my foot, my right wow. foot. So, and that's pretty much healed already. So, I'm... You're good. so what about the but cabinet? Yeah, so door? if you have a gas grill, be careful with that. If you have a charcoal grill... Let's let's go. Through, I, we got some pictures. This is not Rich's grill, by the way. <laughs> no, mine didn't. Mine survived much better than that. So here, here's a propane, and what was it? Seventy percent of all grill fires are started with propane. Mm -hmm. They're propane grills that catch on fire for whatever reason that is. Because um, not many are connected to natural gas. Right. Peak grill fires are July, and then it's followed by May and August. You know. So far, mine was uh, a December. <laughs> oh, and June's in there, too. So June, May, and yeah. August, but July is the most common uh, month for grill fires. So there you go. Oh, so here's one. Now, in pre-production, Sonar, you came up with a, an interesting yeah, observation about the grill. you made a good observation. Grill. So yeah. here's, the gr here's the deck that's missing in the railing, but what's wrong with that grill? The ash catcher. It has no yes, ash most catcher. of those grills have vents on the bottom, so any of the, the hot stuff falls down. Right, so all the embers fall down, all the ash comes out of there to keep the fire going. So you walk by, you shake the grill, get the coals going, so that way they're nice and hot, and then those embers fall down, but they also burn a wood deck. You need really to go well. in that aluminum tray that, for some reason, didn't make it to the assembly. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't need that. Just extra pieces. Yeah, so. I don't. I know better. So uh, something else, children under five accounted for an average of 2,000 or 39% of the contact burns with grills in one year. So keep that in mind also. What do we got next? I believe that. So here's a house that got a little damaged because the grill caught on fire. So uh, yeah. again, another reason to be careful. If you've got a wood deck, you know, you can, you can put down some metal underneath it. They make mats. To, to put down underneath your grill in case that is. It also helps catch the grease, uh, so it keeps your deck nice underneath it. So. Yeah, I mean, I have a little Smoky Joe, yeah. you know, Weber grill, and 
I have a three foot by three foot piece of stone that I usually cook on so it doesn't mess with my, and I have a paver deck. Uh huh. But I don't want grease stains on my paver deck. I got a sacrificial <laughs> stone. You Correct. know what I mean? Correct. So, you know, and you want to keep it away from the wall because if you get it too close to the wall, maybe we got, yeah, see right here. See that? Kind of caught on fire a little God bit. God love vinyl siding. Yeah, and and it's still it's still burning. So yeah, and here the firemen are trying to put this out, and but it was up against the house, so the vinyl just melted and caught on fire. Well, it's st it's still burning because it's a it's a grease fire, uh -huh. so it's it's a class Bravo fire, class uh -huh. B fire. Uh -huh. That's usually cooking anything that's a flammable liquid grease or, or grease. Like oil. I think oh. I think even Fireman Fred's in the studio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, essentially that's uh, that's all the Navy taught me for the most part. But um, but yeah, so you use a powder instead of the CO two fire extinguisher. Got it. So you can't use a class alpha fire extinguisher for it because then you're spreading it. You're, yeah, it, as it hits, it, it goes everywhere. Exactly. So you use a powder or you use an ABC fire extinguisher, and that should be fine with, with everything. And that's what we tell everybody. One, always buy ABC fire extinguishers. Yep. Two, always hang them by an exit. Correct. Mm -hmm. Not in the middle of the house, because if you go to the exit, grab the extinguisher, turn around, and the fire got bigger, turn around and go back out the exit. But <laughs> right. if you keep it in the middle of the house, you actually can get yourself trapped. So never keep a fire extinguisher. Like a lot of people keep them in their kitchen. Underneath the kitchen sink. Yeah, no. Yeah. A small one's fine because you might have a grease fire on the stove. I could understand that. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not going to you know, say never have a little one in your kitchen. But if you have a bigger fire in the kitchen, you should have a larger one out by the garage or on your way out and then turn around. And if it don't work. Keep getting out. <laughs> right. You know? You've got to don't work and, yourself into a, a project or into and, a hole. And like Rich had said, um, it, the propane keeps coming. It uh -huh. just it, there's nobody. Oh, it's the fire is there. You're feeding it. Right. It's just going and going and going. So yeah. Um, so it's just gonna keep, and that's why it's so dangerous, and probably why they moved the the grill away from the house. Right. Instead of just turning the whole thing out. Okay, it's a contained fire. We know where it is safely, so let's just yeah. let it burn itself out, and then we'll be... Well, when the propane tank goes empty, it'll go out. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it will. But like in my case, I have a 500-gallon tank buried in the front yard. Oh. So, <laughs> I mean, that fire would have been going for a while, and that's why I say it. But, you know, with the regulators and blah, 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 it's not like you've got, you know, a gallon coming out every minute or whatever. It right. does take a long time. You ready for this little stat I have from the NFPA.org? Sure. Seven out of every ten adults in the U.S. have a grill or a smoker. So, wow. that, I have two. I have, wait, I have two grills and a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> I was bound to have a mishap. Yeah, well, see, I've only got one grill, one smoker. So, I, I'm I'm falling behind. I have behind gas, here. I have charcoal, and I have my smoker. Yeah, I don't I don't have a charcoal. I don't have time for that. So. I, you know, it's funny I said the same thing, but until I got my outdoor kitchen done and put the propane grill in so I could blow myself up, right? I really enjoyed cooking on the grill for a while. And uh -huh. it was funny because I haven't done it in years. And it's like, I don't know how to time this anymore. And, uh -huh. You know, but like the, a caveman. The, the pyro. Mm, I think it's done. <laughs> the pyro in you came out. It was like, ooh, I got to play with real fire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Look at the little chimney starter, you know, the newspaper and the briquettes. Is, uh huh. Good stuff. All right. So how how can we All test? Right. How can you know if you've got a propane tank, you want to see if the hoses are leaking or anything? What can we do? 
like a quick test. Just soap and water. Mix this bottle of so soapy water and just spray all the fittings. And you should probably do that in the spring. Yep. You know, and then you want to take your burners out and you want to blow air through them or something because, you know, well, biggest problem with uh, grills not working is spiders. Yep. Because yep. during the winter, they build their webs inside those burners. And it, believe it or not, just a spider web is enough to redirect the propane and cause it to burn unevenly or dangerously. Right. So always a good idea. Although I did find a faster way to clean mine. Apparently when it was kaplooey, it cleaned everything. So <laughs> it literally moved the grill out of the cabinet and granite countertop oh. by a little more than an inch. Wow. So it had to have jumped. Wow. So yeah, as so I said, I'm, I was really lucky. And like I said, as you can make fun of me all you want. Cause yeah. yeah, I was the dummy that did it, but. But you're here to talk about it. I'm also one of those people that thought could never happen to me. Cause uh -huh. well, I know stuff. <laughs> that only happens to the idiots in, on TV, not not me. I'm, I'm not one of them. Yeah, that. not me. Unfortunately, my video camera points that way, not this way. <laughs> Otherwise, I could have had the whole thing on video for you. See, we needed evidence, Rich. Next, we yeah. need evidence of this stuff. All right, so. Uh, All right, what's our rules for grilling then? So then, uh, usually I use Windex to check it. I can, Windex or like 409, any one of those type of cleaners, you can just spray it on there real quick and it'll it'll start bubbling and then you can see you got a leak. So next up we've got the grill safety tips. Go ahead and read these off since you are the grill master, Rich. Read yeah, these right. off for us. It should only be used outdoors. Interesting. One would think that's common sense, just like the big tag on my generator. <laughs> Take this outside. Yeah. Is my screened in porch outdoors? <laughs> Technically no. Yeah. Okay. Keep children and pets three feet away from the grill at all times. Yep. And that's a big one because, like you said, with the number of kids that get burned, over because every part of that grill gets hot, and you yep. just got to touch it. It's not lean on it, anything. Just touch it. It hurts. Yep. Never leave the grill unattended when cooking. That's true. Ooh, yeah, I do. Always that a open a gas grill lid before lighting it. Yes. And I did do that, so that also makes me wonder how much worse it'd have been if I didn't do that. Right. I probably wouldn't have a lid for my grill anymore. Keep your grill clean. Nah. Bluey took care of that. <laughs> but you've got to leave Should all that grease on Should be kept away from anything that is combustible. And my whole outdoor kitchen is non-combustible, so that's a good thing. You don't have vinyl siding right behind it? No. Okay. I would. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's much better. <laughs> yeah, quarter-inch reclaimed wood on Dura-Rock and stucco. Oh, okay. All so right. all I could have had is a smolder. Right. But yeah. And right behind your grill is actually metal. Anyway. Uh, keep it away from uh, anything that's combustible. Never use lighter fluid on hot coals. That's fun. Come on, Rich. You're taking all the fun out. I know. Out. I, I like know. going. Well, I've never like done that because I don't goes. use lighter fluid because I don't like the taste of it in my food. No, but it's fun to play with. Yeah. Okay. And then do not lean over the grill when igniting or cooking. Unless you want to lose your eyebrows and, and uh, your hair. Well, again, fortunately, I was good about that. But my sear station's on the left. So open the grill. I'm over here. Now you are the sear station. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's just it. If I actually wanted to use one of the burners on the right side, it probably would have been worse. Yeah. Although the burners on the right side were the ones that turned out to be on. You're right. So, so then, you would, you, then you would have figured this is it on. out. I should probably turn these off. Right. Turn them all off, open the cabinet doors, and wait a little while. Uh-huh. Let it air Throw out. Throw a match, see if it's there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Get a fan, ventilate the area. 
So yeah, that's I, that's what brought this about. Okay. And you know, so like I said, I like to think I'm, it would never happen to me, You're but Mr. since Safety. I did it, I just figured, hey, get it out there, just be careful. Yeah, all right, next up, see, there's your vinyl siding with the grill. You, know, you, you can, you just light the whole thing right on fire. So get it away from the house. That That's kind of yes. the, the point. Well, you said three feet, right? Yeah, at, at least. least. The minimum three feet. Vinyl yeah. might be a little further. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, if the neighbors, the light reflecting off your neighbor's window can do that to vinyl siding, yes. you might want to keep the grill a little further away. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't... Maybe I'd push it to the left there so it's really close to the electric meter. Yeah, that, yeah, that way it gets everything going. <laughs> yeah. Or, because if you don't, you, you could have this next picture. Your, your house could look like this. So yeah. I, did, I did some little quick research on this. This was a fire started on the back deck caught the wall on fire, and then it went up, got into the eaves of the house, and lit the whole house on fire. Total loss. So grill safety, that's what we're talking about. That right there, you want to make sure you follow some of these simple rules, and then maybe you'll be safe. You won't have singed arm hair and, and uh, eyebrows, right. and, and your legs will be nice and hairy. Well, and fortunately, that's all I have. I mean, because... Yep. I've heard worse, and I'll be honest, this was a joke, a little, not a joke, but I mean, this is why it brought about. Right. All these same rules apply to outdoor fireplaces. Yes. We do a ton of propane outdoor fireplaces down here. Yeah. And it's the same thing. you got to be very careful because that propane can build up in that wall. If that valve's been open for any length of time and you're not sure, do not light it. You know, we've had a couple of cases where the whole thing exploded, blew the, the fireplace apart and all that. So, yep. Got to be careful. You know, it's just, yeah, be careful. Be careful. I know, right. common sense, but <laughs> that went by a long time ago. <laughs> That's it. All right. So with that, right, thank I'll, you. Say, I'll say keep it square and level. Until next, Til next time. time. Until next time. And uh, watch your far. Yeah. yeah. Kablooey. Kablooey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your new Hanna-Barbera cartoon. That, that's Kablooey. It. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, done. We're out of here. That's it. I'm big Kaboom, done. <laughs>